Welcome to the podcast. Today, we're talking with one of my favorite humans, Emily Falver, mega influencer, top health and wellness coach. And we're going to hear her story of where she started, where she came from. You guys, it's going to leave you literally speechless. Um, And we're going to dig into how she overcame such a hard road to make her the success that she is today. So let's dig in. You might feel this way too, but there's even times that I like get so worked up when I hear someone be the victim. Cause I'm like, you have a voice, like it is up to you and it drives me crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably my most infuriating, like it's the thing that pushes my buttons the most in life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you can't help but think, especially for you, like that's nothing. Like that's nothing in comparison. Like so many people use these things that are going on in their life as like the reason they're not going to be successful or the reason they're not going to find love or the reason they're not going to whatever, whatever the thing is they're trying to get. And you and I can sit there, especially you and be like, if you, if you had any idea what I've been through, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you can use that as your power instead of the thing that holds you back for sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So college, you guys, you and Dylan get out of college, you get married right away. Yeah, actually, like we graduated in June and got married in July. Wow. And um, we he signed his life over to the Air Force. So he did four years of ROTC, which is basically like you do some stuff training during college. And um, then once he, we graduated, he was active duty and then he had to go to pilot training. So that September, we moved to Texas and he did two years of pilot training there. And then we moved to Louisiana where he got his first assignment um, and lived there for a few years. And then that brought us to Missouri. Gotcha. Another new assignment. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, let's talk. Um, and you have two dogs, by the way, named Maverick and Goose, which I think is the cutest, most amazing thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hence the Top Gun reference, obviously. Yeah. So where does coaching come in? Like, are you working? And so kind of tie in like the coaching, I know you were trying to get pregnant around this time, right? So kind of weave those stories together. Oh my goodness. So coaching for me. So I, like I said, I went to school to be in like journalism. I really wanted to get into sports reporting. And then when we got our first assignment to Texas, it was like the tiniest town ever. I'm telling you, like we had not even a Starbucks. It was just like a Walmart and the Chili's. (laughs) And um, (laughs) every Friday night, date night was at Chili's and (laughs) I love it. So I was like, I am bored. And so that's when I started to really like try coaching. I would wake up and work out, maybe like get on team call, but nothing crazy. I didn't really do that much. I was pretty lazy, honestly, back then. And, but that I didn't know any better. Like I, that's going to sound really bad, but like, I just thought that's what you did as a voluntary spouse. You just stayed right for your significant other to get home. I don't know. And then I think I also held on to this hope that I was going to get to use my degree one day. So I was like, I'll just do this for fun now and we'll try again later. Well, it's really hard to, I feel like, you know, you say like, I, I, that's just what I thought you were supposed to do. It's hard to know any different when you don't have an example in your life uh, showing you that it could be different, right? Like I, I know for me, I always need like when I, and this is why I love like chatting with people like this. It's like when I find out somebody's story and I'm like, oh, 
that's possible. Like it shows me what's possible and it changes my direction, you know? And, and I think that's probably what happened is you started to see that this was possible, that success with coaching was possible. Yeah. I mean, I always look to like my coach to see what's possible. I told you this when I saw you in Miami and like, I always looked at you to see what was possible. And it's good to have those kind of people in your life. Like I, like how it's hard when, you know, you think about people that might not have someone like that in their life, someone that didn't dream big. And obviously I'm like so grateful for the parents that adopted me, but I don't really feel like they taught me to dream big. Like they didn't, Mm. I always say like they gave me everything they could, but it wasn't a lot. And I just don't feel like I learned to dream big from them. So I just want to be that. And probably because they didn't know, they didn't know how to do that. Right. I feel like that's where it comes from. It's like their expectation is like, well, you go to college and then you do this and you get married. And it's like, it wasn't even that, like they didn't even care if I went to college, you know, they were just like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it was kind of up to me at that point. And I don't feel like back then I had really anyone to look up to for, you know, so I want, of course, and I'm sure you can relate, like, I want to be like that for Ella. I want her to look and be like, that's anything. Absolutely. My mom literally did anything that she wanted. Uh, I'm, I'm, it almost scares me what's going to happen with Coco and Ella and like <laughs> the yeah. people, those little girls are going to become like it, it, honestly, it, I can't even, it, it's hard for me to even wrap my brain around what's possible for them bearing witness to like what we've done because you and I had, I mean, my mom was a nurse and a teacher, you know, it was just like your typical what women did. And so the generation today that little girls are being raised in and the past, just them seeing all these possibilities, it just blows my mind. It's so fun to think about. Yeah. Literally gives me chills. Well, so you start like, so I want to know, and I feel like these things kind of happen simultaneously. That's why I said earlier, like tie them together, but they might be totally separate, like roads. You guys trying to get pregnant with Ella. I know that was a long road, right? And then what happened with like, what, what was the switch that got flipped for you to like, go like all in with coaching and make that decision of like, this is what's possible. I'm going to freaking go for it. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people know my story of Uh, So I was a coach for three years and then it was the third year that I finally decided to do a program fully. And the only reason I decided to do a program fully is because we were going through all those miscarriages and my body had taken a beating. My mind had taken a beating. Um, I was honestly having a hard time just getting out of bed in the mornings. And when I heard about 80 day obsession, I'm like, I was in the test group. So you had to work out at the same time every day. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be the thing that gets me out of bed in the mornings. This is going to be the thing I can look forward to. And let me stop you just real quick for people that don't uh, like maybe even know, like, what do you mean a program? So when you say I committed to a program, workouts every day, nutrition, right? Like that's really when you say like you radically changed, like you showed up at a whole nother level with like committing to daily workouts, which were an hour long. Yeah. (laughs) Because I did that program too. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And then the nutrition part, right? Which is, that's the hardest part for everybody. And I feel like that's probably what really created that shift for you because it's just, when you actually go hundred percent in on a nutrition program, you're operating from a different place. Yeah. And I honestly, I had never done that before ever. I never stuck to nutrition and, but I knew I needed it because again, like going through like that depression from the miscarriages and I just felt so, and I I was like, I'm going to commit to these 80 days and I'm going to forget about babies for 80 days. Like I'm just going to come. And I remember calling Dylan and crying 
I, you know, when I got the news that I was going to do the program and he's like, well, why are you crying? I'm like, because I just know this is what I need mentally. And like, mm-hmm. this is God's way of being like, let's focus on something else for a minute. Um, and then like, I'll help you out after boy, did he help me out after. So I honestly like did not worry about anything else for those 80 days. I woke up every day, did that workout, stuck to my nutrition and people started noticing, obviously it changed, but they also started noticing like, you know, my just like confidence and the way I appeared mm-hmm. on social media and stuff. And it was so cool to have people compliment on, you know, things like that. So what had happened with that was I saw, I mean, I went on to lose over like 20 pounds with that program, got in the best shape of my life. And it hit me that I was like, man, I just changed my entire life from just sticking to a program. I'm a totally different person because I didn't half ask something for once in my life. What if I did that? What if I didn't half ask anything in my life? I think people underestimate, I think people even listening are going to think like, because first of all, people don't want to do it. They're going to be like, ah, nutrition and fitness, you know, like, but they don't understand that it's more about like, it's more about saying I'm committing to this thing. Like it is the nutrition and fitness a hundred percent, but it's also what comes from just that commitment level and, and not cutting corners, not allowing yourself to give in every single day, not allowing yourself to, you know, how many times do we say like, we're going to stick to this thing and then we don't. And so it's like every single time we do that, we chip away at our self-confidence every single day. And every single day you stay true to that promise to yourself. It's like, you're just putting like more bricks in the armor of your confidence. And I think that's the disconnect that people don't really understand, you know? Yeah. I feel like people think like, oh, that's so unhealthy to like go all in and stuff. It's like, no, no, no. There's a lot more going on in your mind when you're doing that. And for some people, it's just getting their mind off of, you know, trauma, (laughs) you know, I just feel like it was just so such a turning point for me because I realized that I needed to stop half-assing everything. And I was like, what, 24, maybe at the time, 25. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. And I can honestly say like, I was just kind of going through life and trying, you know, my quote, you kind of sort of try, you kind of sort of get results and that's what I'm doing. And so I decided just to give everything in my life effort, a hundred percent effort coaching too. And that's when so I, yeah, let's talk about that piece of like your business legit blew up in the best of ways after and during this 80 day journey. And I remember not knowing you that well at the time. And I'll never forget what you said on a call that I was listening into. And this is a lot for people that are trying to build businesses on social media. You said, nobody would have cared. Nobody would have cared if I showed up on Instagram with a before and after at the end. Mm -hmm. Nobody would have cared. But they followed you through this journey. They saw the mental, physical, emotional transformation. And, you know, every day, I'm sure there were just more and more and more people kind of tuning in to share in your journey. Mm -hmm. And so often people think they have to, you know, coaches think that, oh, I need to like have this perfect before and after to be a successful coach, which is the furthest thing from the truth. You and I both know that. Uh, Our businesses actually do the best, even today when we're falling apart (laughs) and need to get back on the wagon. 
but anything in social media, right? People think I need to like figure out how to do all the fancy TikToks and all the reels before I actually do it. And what would you say about all of that? Oh my gosh, just start before you're ready. And I think the best thing I did was just show up even when no one else was showing up for me. Like I, when I first started sharing a to day obsession, I had 500 Instagram followers. And, and I, I have, I have scrolled back to that. <laughs> I have yeah. scrolled back to that to, to kind of start like try to research. I'm like, what happened? Confident. You know, like how did this happen? And it's so cool to scroll back to that and see where you had like 50 likes, a hundred likes and you know, how it just, it, with every single post in your journey, like it continued to build and build and build, which is so neat to see. If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course, every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up planner and you guys can rise up with us. Authenticity, right? Like it's it's not perfection. Oh no. And that's something that I will say, like my coach taught me really well, was just like, don't just share the good stuff. And I saw that come true when I first shared my first miscarriage. Like I wrote, woke up in the middle of the night, it was like 2 a.m. And I wrote it in my notes app on my phone, just how I was feeling. And I posted it on Facebook like the next day. And I remember posting it and then immediately going to the bathroom because I thought I was gonna have to throw up because I was so nervous. It was so vulnerable, right? And mm-hmm. it went viral. Like, and I just remember thinking like, people need to hear things yeah. that, like these hard things, they don't need to hear perfection. And so that's why I share, you know, I, you know, for a long time, I shared the miscare story. I always share like what a gift Ella is to me. I share about the trauma that I've been through and like how it affects me today. Like people don't relate to perfection. Yeah, absolutely. And everything we want is on the other side of that, like fear of being vulnerable, you know, and I'm not talking about, I mean, yes, from a business perspective, like we, want to create like growth on our social media channels, but it's more than that, especially for people like you and I, like we want to be able to impact. We want to be able to say something that's going to help somebody on the other end. We want to be able to bring people into our audience. So maybe we can work with them one day and help them on like even, even deeper level. And, and the thing that I was just thinking about, which is so crazy to think about is there's people probably listening that are there's that group that's like, oh, but I, I have all this, I have this story and I'm so scared to share it just like you were, just like I was. And we want to, Emily and I both want to encourage you in like sharing that and you can do it little by little, right? Like I, I didn't share my sobriety for years because I was like, that is private. I remember being like, I would never say post that on social media. And now it's like all out there. And yeah, so yeah. I did it little by little, yeah. but the the other side is like there's then there's people that are like well I don't have this crazy powerful story so I could never be successful because I haven't been through all the crap that you guys have been through yeah. and I'm like well if we're looking at it from both of those perspectives then no one's going to be successful ever <laughs> you know right yeah so what would you say to the people that 
feel like I don't have that story. I don't have, I, I don't have anything interesting going on in my life. What do you say to that? Oh man. I actually remember, you know, before I even started sharing my personal life and, and all those things, but I remember thinking like, no one, it was like right when stories came out, Yeah, no one's going to care what I'm eating for dinner or what I'm doing. And Ashley, my coach was just like, just post it. Like you just never know who's watching. And sure enough, people care. Like people, I said that, like, it's always funny when a coach is like, I, my life isn't exciting. My life is boring. I'm like, I don't leave my house like six out of the <laughs> week. Like I, I'm at home. Like if I can get views and, you know, create content under one roof, <laughs> then you yeah. can create content when you're like, you know, leaving the house more than I am. So I'm like, people care more than you think. And you just have to, you know, give value where you can. And it doesn't have to be your struggles necessarily, but just people find value in the smallest things, a recipe, you know, move of the day, how you brush your dogs, like someone will find something valuable, whether you think so or not. And I think that's so important is like, I think a lot of people that are trying to build businesses on social media are also missing that the link is value. Like, again, you can add value from walking through a traumatic experience. You can add value on how you organize your kitchen closet. You can add, like you can add value millions of different ways. And that's the lens that you kind of always want to look through. Um, So what now? So you're obviously a very successful content creator, social media influencer, top, top coach. What now? Where, like, what's what's next for Emily Favre? Today. (laughs) Um, Man, it's so hard because I really do look at, like, my dream board. I'm like, wow, a lot of my dreams have come true. And I'm 30, like, and I'm sure you can relate. It's just incredible. And it all started with Beachbody, you know, which is awesome. But I don't know. I really want to continue to grow social media, obviously, Um, and I also, I I have a tug on my heart to write a book and Mm. yeah, I really want to write a book. And then I'm also in the process, like of releasing my own clothing line because I'm just so passionate about, you know, making women feel beautiful. So I feel like those are like the top things on my list right now. Oh, and then also I want to get more into YouTube and like blogging and stuff because again, the story I told myself last year was no one cares what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> turns out lots of people want to know what I'm doing and our family is... is turns out a couple, uh, several million people want yeah. to know what you're doing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's what's probably next for me. It's just, you know, to keep growing, which is, I love that I, you know, have gotten to where I am in life, but I still want to grow and try new things, even though it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Um well, I'm all along for the journey. I am going to be your biggest cheerleader. I'm here to cheer you on. I want you to write the book, all of the things. Um, let's wrap up with like five quick questions. Okay. Favorite or most impactful book? Ooh. Is there a book that you've read or listened to? Because I know a lot of us do Audible. Is there something that like just kind of changed things for you? I really like the compound effect. Mm, yeah. It's like a lot of people. (laughs) I, but I totally agree. It's such a basic one. It's not like this amazing story, but when you understand the concept, 
everything changes in your life. Everything. Oh, yeah. 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 Love that. Um, who is a person that you admire? Oh my gosh. I mean, obviously people like you. Because oh, you show you're so possible. sweet. No, you really do show me what's possible. And um, Likewise. Thank you. See, I love that for us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Those are the kind of people you want to surround yourself with, you know? Yeah, yeah. Gosh, that's hard. I... I'm trying to think of like a specific, but I feel like there's, there's some people that like give me different things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's people I follow on social media that I'm like, you, inc- you inspire me to like be more myself. Um, there's people like you that inspire me in the business and, you know, other people like godly and I don't know. Yeah. So I can't really put one name to it because there's a Yeah, lot of- no, I love that though. And I think it's so important to have those people in all those areas, really, yeah. truly. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love. I think that is a great takeaway. Those are the um, people you follow. <laughs> the people yeah, that yeah. Encourage you and make you want to be better. Absolutely. What is something that, because I mean, here we are, you share a lot on social media. What's something that few people know about you? I mean, it can be hilarious. It can be whatever. I'm only thinking of this one because I just posted it the other day and I was, people were shocked by it. This is so funny, but I, I was born well, and I still don't have armpit hair. What? Yeah. So that's a huge blessing that came out of the trauma. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird because my sister is the same way and I've Googled it before and it was something about like some genetic disorder or something, but yeah, never here I am, 30 years old, never had. Oh my gosh. I'm so envious. A, a genetic disorder that totally rocks. Oh my God. That's amazing. I know. Um, all right. What, what else do I want to ask you? Two more questions. Mm, well, here's a, I'll ask like an easy one and a harder one. Hard one first. If you were to say like what, somebody asked me this actually that I met in Chicago in December. I sat down, I met this person at dinner and they were like, how do you become the top coach in all of Beachbody? And I was like, uh, nice to meet you too. That's you know, yes. like, a really hard question to answer. But what do you attribute your success to? Oh my gosh, that is a hard question. I um, know. I could probably answer it better for you just because it's so much easier from the outside looking in. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> no. uh, uh, I think just where I came from and just really you know, having a point in my life where life wasn't good, gave me the desire to make it better and better and better every single day. And I really do feel like that has been a huge piece of my success is just that attitude that my past gave me. I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but that's kind of where. No, I, I think that's, Amazing. Cause it's like the, the bad gave you the clarity on the good you wanted to create. That's awesome. So awesome. Um, okay. Easy one to finish current obsession that you can't live without. Um, this is- I, I know you just thought of something. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know. I'm like, Oh, I was thinking you thought of something you might not want to share. No, no. I just, I, I'm thinking of a lot of things. You can name a lot of things. 
I mean, I love the hair texturizing spray that I found, my curling iron. <laughs> um, Ella, can't live without her. Obsession. Can't live without her. Um, so, so okay. So let's let's circle back, kind of to this. I want to know all the obsessions, right? So if if I'm listening to this and I want to know what exactly is that hair texturizing spray? What exactly is this? What exactly is that? Where can people find you? Where can people find all of that? Um, my Instagram, Emily Fauber. Yeah, I think it's emily.fauber, but yeah. I, I love that you're not quite sure on that. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> no, I uh, post everything. I'm trying to be more... Yeah sharing literally everything that I use because people ask me anyways and I just want to be more consistent about it. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well go follow Emily Faber, maybe possibly Emily dot Faber. <laughs> F-A-U-B-E-R. Um girl, thank you so much. We totally were not planning on an hour. I was thinking we were gonna wrap this up in 30 minutes, but I also kind of thought that's gonna be impossible. Um we get to see each other in like 10 days. I know. I can't wait. In Bora Bora. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. Um, I adore you. Thank you so much for your time. And like I said, I am your biggest cheerleader. You are going to like, you haven't even scratched the surface of what is possible for your impact in this world. And the book is inevitable. The, the stages are inevitable. And I am just so grateful to have you in my life. So grateful. Likewise. I love you. Thank you. (laughs) Love you too. Thanks, girl. You know, I'm most excited about this podcast just because I know how much these stories and these episodes are going to impact your life. So thanks so much for listening, you guys. Make sure to subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you next time.